0: On this episode of the Unfold the Soul Bless His Heart Leadership Podcast, we got grown ass adults acting like kids and we got the wrong kind of membership going on at our school. Welcome to the Unfold the Soul Bless His Heart Leadership Podcast. This show examines the good, the bad and the ugly experiences of a leader at that school. The content for this one-of-a-kind podcast will be the real, raw, unvarnished, unedited, and at times uncensored journal entries by the school's former principal. So get ready to lean in, learn, laugh, grow, and at times even gasp with your host, best-selling author, speaker, leadership coach, and status quo disruptor, Ken Williams. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Unfold the Soul, Bless His Heart Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Williams. It is an honor and pleasure to be here. I'm recording this just after the 2020 Thanksgiving holiday. But you know, there's no bad time for gratitude. So I do a newsletter every week. And if you'd like to subscribe to it, it's called These Three Things. And you can subscribe by going to UnfoldTheSoul.com slash t3t the letter t the number three the letter t do that to receive the newsletter in your inbox every week i just want to run down the three things i'm grateful for that i expressed in the last newsletter the first is life you know i end every podcast by saying this that uh i'm just grateful to wake up on the right side of dirt baby I'm just grateful to wake up on the right side of dirt. The second thing I'm grateful for is for family and friends. This pandemic has caused us to be somewhat shut down, which means we're spending a lot more time together. And I am grateful to my beautiful family for all their love and support. And I'm also grateful for my friends and my extended family as well. The third thing I'm grateful for is opportunity. Every day I try to wake up and look for the silver lining each day. It's the season of reinvention, which ironically is the topic of this week's newsletter. So again, if you're interested and you should be in the newsletter, sign up at unfoldthesoul.com T the number three T unfoldthesoul.com T three T now. You didn't subscribe to this podcast to listen to this buttery baritone go on and on. You got into this thing to get into that journal, baby, so let's get into it. It's time for The Read. Two tense moments from Monday. At dismissal, a staff member comes to me and informs me that the cafeteria tables are filthy and students will be sitting at them at any minute. I felt my blood pressure rise, my blood boil immediately because I just clarified for staff who would clean the tables. It turns out this feud has been going on several years and involved the fact that no one took responsibility for, get this, wiping the tables. The lunch monitor team was not at all happy about my decision, but once again, someone had to take charge. I was amazed, and I'm still amazed, at how directive I have to be this early on. Anyway, when I learned that the tables were left in deplorable condition, I took swift action by tracking down two of the sweet little ladies who made up our lunch team and confronted the issue. I had them wipe the tables clean and directed our AP, assistant principal, to talk with all three of the team members the next day. I wanted him to let them know that we wouldn't tolerate this behavior. It's not acceptable. This practice wasn't acceptable and we wouldn't tolerate it I directed him to speak on my behalf like I was sitting at the meeting I purposely spoke to our assistant principal with an earshot of several staff members I wanted them to hear and see my reaction and tell others I found this to be a cool little strategy for spreading news informally and fast that leads us to the second issue the locked office restroom. Around my second day here, a staff member stopped in and informed me that the office had an exclusive bathroom, a restroom reserved for the four or five staff members with, get this, keys. I nearly messed my pants. I got the story from my assistant principal and it turns out that at some point a few years ago, some of the office staff had a lock installed on the door an aftermarket bolt lock and gave keys to a few select staff members. Other than that, it remained locked. It's amazingly divisive. Well, my last act on that Friday afternoon was to declare the bathroom door open forever. I'm sure that decision sent shockwaves through the staff. However, I was trying to send a message that we are one team. Sometimes I wonder how the four to six people who had the keys felt okay about this situation. This is a small issue that spoke so loudly. One of my leadership mantras is, what's best for kids comes first, what's best for adults comes second. It's a close second, but a clear second. I also often talk about how we have to have an extra layer of moral imperative in the work we do. And I say that because if you go to a restaurant and the tables are consistently left dirty and unkept in deplorable condition, that restaurant's not going to stay open long. And you're not going to have tables in that condition going on too long before the adult patrons complain about it, or write about it, or post about it. You see, it's not the same in education because our clientele are students, they're kids, and they don't have the same kind of recourse we do. They aren't mature enough to advocate the way adults can advocate. And therefore, if you want to get down to it, baby, we can get away with shit. That's the bottom line. We can get away with shit with kids, and this is a great example of it. I mean, you got 700 kids filing in and out of a cafeteria with filthy tables every day while adults are basically having, you know, a pissing match about who's going to clean them. And so I wanted to make that clear that we're going to do what's best for kids first. You know, that, that, that's one level of my reflection. The second is, in my short time there at the school, my perception was our assistant principal was looked at more as a friend than a leadership figure, an authority figure. And so that's the reason why, you know, even though I talked with staff first about the tables, they clearly didn't take that seriously and decided to push. And when I told you my blood boiled, and I wanted to make the, make it clear to them who was going to clean the table by when and what it was supposed to look like, I wanted our AP to communicate that to them because I wanted staff to see him as an authority figure, you know, a, a leader there at the school. I also wanted to communicate that we were on the same page. So I remember impressing upon him that it was important That he wasn't just delivering a message from me but from us that we don't want to see any more of this and this is what we expect and this is why we expect it that was important to me than just delivering hey mr williams is upset and he wants you to you know clean the cafeteria tables it was important to me that he was able to commute communicate that we are on the same page that as leaders, we're on one accord. This has also taught me that, man, you can't assume anything. You you really can't. I mean, listen, I'm doing this podcast and I'm at the point where I'm like, what am I gonna get to stuff that moves a needle in terms of student learning? I'm, it just seems like I'm dealing with drama every week, but this was my journey. That said, you know, anyone would assume that the tables would get clean because you know, it's sanitary and it's, and it's not right, but the bottom line is you can assume nothing and when you have to redirect behaviors, you've got to be absolutely clear on expectations. Now, years later, I'm even more clear than I was then, but I knew on that day that I've got to make sure that my message is clear, it's unvarnished, the expectation is clear, And the support required, any kind of supports or resources they need to make that happen, I would provide them. As for the locked office bathroom, the restroom, yes, close your eyes and imagine every office has got a restroom somewhere. Just imagine the idea that that restroom, which is supposed to be available to all staff, and of course, you know, if you have guests at the school, parents or uh, district staff. It's available to them that four or five people only have the key. This incident kind of falls under the Lord of the Flies episode that I did a few weeks ago. It's it's just incredible. Now, I can extend you know grace and understanding for situations where there's a, a void in leadership, and therefore people have to scramble to fill that void. But this, this was just too damn far. This was completely about cliques, about favorites, about where uh, power and influence lay at the school. And I, I was embarrassed by it. I, I was appalled. I, I really was. I, I, I honestly did not even believe it the first time I heard it. And a a part of the reason is, you know, my, as, as old as our school was, the principal's office had a private restroom inside. So I never had use, I never had to use the office restroom. So I never ran into the lock issue, but the idea that someone arranged for an aftermarket lock to be installed on that door, not even like a slide lock that you screw in, this is a bolt with a key just blows my mind to this day and it was accepted and it was okay. So you can only imagine the kind of reculturing that we needed to do because we clearly had clicks and favorites and that's not a good thing. Now a word from our no sponsors. (laughs) Hopefully we'll have sponsors at some point, but here's how you can help us have some sponsors. I need more reviews written about the podcast. I'm not going to do like companies do, which drives me crazy. One, when they ask for a tip before service is rendered, that drives me nuts. And then secondly, when service is rendered and they're like, "Uh, would you please write a five-star review? No, no, no. I'm going to write the review that's uh, appropriate. So I'm not asking you to write five-star reviews. I'm just asking for an honest review of the podcast. And in exchange for your time and effort, I'm offering you a five-video showcase. Control the controllable videos. You can pick that up by, one, writing a review. Two, right-click and copy that review. And then three, go to unfoldthesoul.com slash review. That's unfoldthesoul.com slash review. Give me your name. And then cut and paste your review on that page. Submit that text as proof that you've written a review and then you'll get an email with a link and a password to the five video showcase that those videos can be used for your own professional learning you may use them with your team for your team for your staff they're yours free thank you in advance for supporting the podcast and please share it if there's any value share the podcast and of course. I always love feedback. I want to get better and better at this. If you've got feedback for me, send that feedback to BlessHisHeartKen, blesshisheartken at gmail.com. All right, let's talk about those questions and challenges for you. First off, have you ever employed that good gossip? Remember in the first passage I read, I told you that I processed this with my assistant principal, Um, but there were staff members within earshot. I didn't direct anything to them, but I wanted them to hear because I know what happens once they hear something, the word is going to spread. And for once, this was a word I wanted to spread, that this practice of leaving tables filthy was going to stop because we all had gotten to a place where we just kind of accepted it. You know, it's like here at my home, you know, I'll, I'll wash a a load of clothes, and if I don't fold those clothes in the next uh, day, after a while, that basket of clothes sits in our bedroom and becomes furniture, and I'll you know, walk over it, walk around it, uh, place things on top of it, <laughs> and so I believe that practice just became furniture. It just became furniture for our staff, and in this age of social justice, one of the things you're hearing over and over is, hey, to be an anti-racist, when you see examples of inequity and injustice, you got to speak on it. It's not enough that you don't do it. You gotta, we also got to speak on it. That can apply to all areas of school culture. And this is one of those areas. And so I would love to know if you've ever employed that kind of good gossip. I also challenge you to really take a look at every policy and practice take a look at those unspoken aspects of culture those aspects that don't show up in the uh, staff handbook and ask yourself you know are some of our practices or some of the things that go on at our school rooted in adult comfort at the expense of kids I want to make it clear I love my staff I love to spoil my staff I want to treat them well I want to make them feel like a million bucks. And I will do that up until the point where it compromises what's best for kids. So I'm not a what's best for kids first, and we don't think about adult comfort or care at all. I want to take care of my people. I know how hard this work is. And at that school, at that time, I knew what it was going to take to pull ourselves out of the abyss and it was going to take the talent on staff so I, I wanted to spoil them but it, but it can't be it can't be at the expense of kids and so I challenge you to take a look at those things that maybe you've turned a blind eye to you know because when you're overwhelmed in leadership it's easy to do those things and I did that as well and look for those areas where adult comfort is kind of obscuring what's best for kids you know, you'll, you'll hear some of this in future episodes, but our master schedule was another example of that. And, and we're going to get to that at some point. But on, on this day, it was this idea that, you know, petty adult bickering, you know, had our kids eating in unsanitary conditions. How are we going to build an academy, you know, out of these ashes we're currently sitting in if we don't start with the basics, the optics? My second challenge for you is to think about whether your staff operates as one team. Now listen, when three or more people are gathered, they're gonna be folks who hang around some more than others and that's okay, you're gonna have you know friendships and groups and, and even the presence of cliques at times. I mean, it's just, it's just natural with people, but do those cliques, do those groups, do those memberships, get in the way of the shared mission that's when it becomes a problem and when i think about that locked office restroom and the fact that there were five golden keys almost like the damn Willy wonka keys in the damn movie five golden keys given out how can that not be extremely divisive how can that not work against the morale we already had enough on our plates we were already lowest performing school in the district in the lowest performing district in the greater Atlanta area. We got enough on our plates to feel bad about. To add the fact that a staff member coming to the office could not use the restroom there just blew my mind. Unless you had a key or you knew someone with a key who'd be willing to lend you that key. It's just unbelievable. So take a look at your staff. I would encourage you to pull in some trusted staff leaders to help you really examine areas where adult comfort sits on top of what's best for kids. And once again, I want there to be levels of adult comfort. I want to spoil my staff. I want them to feel amazing about coming to work. I want them to feel like they work at the best school in the nation, but that cannot come before what's best for kids. Right? Our place has to be great because we keep what's best for kids first and foremost. So I challenge you to do that, and I invite you, once again, to share some of your situations with me. You don't have to use names. Um, in the email, you can let me know if you don't want me to share it on the air. I can share it on the air without using your names. I would love to hear from you. I know I'm not the only one in this situation. I've had way too many people on social media kind of a shout out that when I talk about that school that I'm talking to them about their school please share your thoughts with me you can email me at blesshisheartken at gmail.com or I'm going to try something new here you can access me via Voxer you can look up Unfold the Soul one word or UTS 223 and send me a message on the Voxer app again I will keep Names out of your contribution to protect the innocent, not so innocent. And I would love to hear from you. <laughs> On the next episode of the Unfold the Soul Bless His Heart Leadership Podcast, we transition from adult drama and adult bad behavior to student drama and student bad behavior. We're going to deal with fights and bites, baby. That's it for this episode. I'll see you in the next episode. No matter how tough things are, know that there is a silver lining lying next to you in your bed every day. Because here's a fact. When you wake up on the right side of dirt, you playing with house money, baby. You playing with house money. You've been listening to the Unfold the Soul Bless His Heart podcast with Ken Williams. For more information about Ken, visit unfoldthesoul.com